Sexpot Comedy, collaborative, community-driven comedy from Denver, Colorado. Now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. You are such a geek. Geek. <laughs> Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Geeks, brought to you live in the Comedy Room Room. Uh, located inside El Chirito, the five-star dive bar at 2100 Larimer Street. It's my bar. Um, we bring you episode 110 of the Broadcast Geeks. As 110. Usu- 110. As usual, we are your... Oh. We're modular. We're the modular broadcast geeks. The modular broadcast if, geeks. If we were a comic book, instead of the amazing or... The incredible would be the modular broadcast geeks. The I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. I'm Matt Oren. I'm, I'm Mitch Jones, and appearing live via Wakandan uh, hologram, Jeff Albright. Say hello, Jeffrey. Uh, I am here on location in Wakanda uh, via Skype. I don't know if they have Skype in Wakanda. No, I'm still in the basement from like two episodes ago. They have it in Wakanda. I've yet to leave the basement since we saw Black Panther. <laughs> I'm a little, I think I'm a little nervous to leave because of my thoughts on the movie. I've received some hate mail, uh, so I'm just laying low right now. I've been feeling it out. I've been asking people. It's just to really get a sense, and, and I'm, I'm getting similar reactions to ours. Not a lot. No, I'm actually, I'm actually really excited to see it again. I'm, I'm just teasing about that. I have been in out. I have seen the sunlight. Um, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Other people are just kind of like, it was good, but not great. Well, it was great. It, it was just. It's a Marvel movie. I feel like we're we're not celebrating right. it for the right reasons. I don't oh, know, dude. It's great. There's there's Marvel undertones. Marvel. There's. I mean, there's a whole bunch of shit going on in that. I like the political stuff was great. The movie, the story itself, could have been done better. It's a standard Marvel movie. It's an origin story without being a direct origin story. And I think where it kind of falters as an origin story is it banks on the fact that you've seen Civil War, and right. that that's. that's, that's yeah. Go ahead. Well, that's two characters now from that movie that they've done that with Spider-Man and Black Panther. The difference being Spider-Man has a huge more, you know, a lot more people know about Spider-Man and his background. And, right. You know, my mom my mom probably knows who Peter Parker is. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if my mom knows who Chala is. You know, <laughs> I doubt. Maybe she does now. Yeah. I don't think she did before the movie. Well, yeah. shit. Who knew who fucking Iron Man was before 2008? Nobody. Well, that's that's who. It's all about uh, uh, Spider-Man and the X-Men. And to a latter extent, the Fantastic Four. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, and I was going to throw the Hulk in there. As far as just like people know who the Hulk is, everybody knows who the Hulk is. They may not know like why or what, or, you know what I mean. But he's he's universal as well, I guess. Right. Well, I guess like even when you go back to Phase One Marvel. I mean, Iron Man, it didn't bank on you having seen anything about any Marvel movie ever. No Spider-Man, no Blade, nothing. 
Incredible Hulk, even though it was a it was not an origin story per se. Uh, they they didn't bank on the fact that you've seen Iron Man, uh, but if you had that end scene where he goes to the bar to for General Ross, it makes a lot more sense. Well, everybody knows oh, the Hulk. Everybody knows the Hulk. The very first post credit scene, not of all time, but I mean, yeah, within the Marvel universe, that was the one. Yeah. Well, there's the one where Nick Fury is at the end of Iron Man. The are, event. They, are they are they both in Iron Man? Isn't that what you said? Or. Oh. At the end of Iron Man, he comes home after the press conference and Fury's... Oh, you're saying, and then at the end of The Incredible Hulk, the, right. then Iron Man shows up. Right. Yeah. Everybody knows the Hulk. Like, all generations, because that 70s TV show with um, Bill Bixby. Right. Oh, this is great. true. That's true. Uh, and then, you know, just, it's the Hulk. Right. The Incredible Hulk. You always... Hulk? People who don't read comic books, yeah. People who don't read comic books, they know... Uh, Certain characters because they're just they, they transcend beyond those comics. Right. Batman, Spider Man, Hulk, Superman. Well, maybe that's yeah. what they're they're trying to do that with T'Challa now. Maybe several years from now, there's going to be a Black Panther reboot where. Well, he's he's a major character. Oh yeah, he's totally. like Jess said before. He's an Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. He's in the Illuminati. That's important. Man, I really like that movie. Uh, his his tech made Tony Stark's tech look like fucking yeah. Duplo blocks. Not even Lego. Fucking Duplo. Yeah. Connects. Well, I, <laughs> I, I did read something about um, that how interesting it's going to be when Tony gets to meet his sister in Infinity War. Like he finally gets to meet someone who's better in tech than he is. Oh yeah. And how's he? And how's he going to take it? You know what I mean? I read something about her and Peter. Kind of uh, hitting it off. That would be great. Yeah, dude, that would be great. I agree. That'd be a whole new Spider-Man. That's fine. Hell yeah. I mean, they should shift it to a Miles Morales, and then him if he's as badass in the the movie. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hmm. it's definitely go. It's worth. I mean, every Marvel movie is worth a second look. I really a couple episodes ago I was talking about how seeing Thor Ragnarok gave retroactive goodwill toward uh, toward like uh, Thor the Dark World and for me that really Black Panther it gave me retroactive goodwill for Age of Ultron because of Claw and I think Claw was really fun in this movie yeah I don't know if he's necessarily supposed to be a fun character like that because usually he's got that little safari hat you know he wears the well they wanted the him to be memorable because they were killing him off oh made it rain and he fucking right. shoots him so in they, the- make, they made him memorable right and they killed them off. Right. That's what they always do in Marvel movies. But it's like, I don't know, everyone's like, Marvel's got a villain problem where they have their one-shot villains and they kill them off, save for Thanos, save for yeah. Loki. Um, I don't know. Loki's I don't. no longer a, a villain. You know what I mean? They turned him into a hero at this point. Loki? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think he's well. He's gonna betray them in Infinity War. To, oh man! Because he's got the Tesseract and he's going to give it to Thanos first thing, at, right when Thanos comes to fuck up their ship. Thanos. Yes. Sure. Is yeah, it Thanos, I mean, Thanos, or Thanos? Yeah. What do you say? I think it's Thanos. 
Thanos? Thanos? That's how I say it. Thanos? I don't know. Thanos? Yeah. Is it like John Stamos? Could be, it could be really John Thanos? <laughs> John Thanos. Whatever happened to predictability? John <laughs> Whatever happened to the Gauntlet Infinity? <laughs> Hey, Iron Man, the paper boy. That was good. Well, I'll ask you guys. I, I still, I'm not sure if it's Dark Side or Dark Seed. I, was, I say uh, side. It's Dark Side. I think. Dark Side. Because even in Justice League, Steppenwolf says for Dark Side. Dark Side. But they spell it with an E, right? Correct. E I. S E I D. I'm going to look it up and see if there's a pronunciation guide. Well, I mean... Killmonger was an antagonist. I don't think he was necessarily a villain. No, and I didn't realize that he was created for the movie. I thought he was a character in the comic books. He is. I guess he wasn't. Is he? I thought he... I thought I, I read this, like, you know, top ten characters created for the Marvel Universe... For the movies that weren't in the movie, yeah. Um, so I was confused. Okay, so he he was in the comics before this. I'm pretty sure. All right. It's I'm picking up the phone, which is Jeff, and I'm using Jeff <laughs> to look up stuff oh. on Wikipedia. <laughs> well, this reminds me. I watched the the newest season of the X Files, and there's the couple episodes where one of the guys. Uh, I don't know. Oh wait. No, you're good. Uh, one of the one of the four, the lost the lone gunman. He uploads his consciousness into this mainframe, and so does like all the smartest people ever, like Bill Gates and everybody. And so he can talk to Mulder through his phone. So he just shows up on the phone as a face, and uh, so I feel like one of the lone gunmen tonight, basically. Uh, you are. It was yeah. a pretty interesting episode. You should actually watch it. I, I'm trying to get caught up on random shit. So I've caught up on Star Wars Rebels. The season finale is actually tonight. Yeah. Uh, so after series after finale, record, right? Series. I'm sorry. Yeah, the series finale is tonight. So after we record, I'm gonna go watch it and cry uh, because I've cried at every episode the past three episodes. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> dude. I heard some like it's it's opened some potentially weird doors for Star Wars. Um, some crazy doors, dude. Yeah. I so, mean. So do you want to okay. tell us what happened in this last... Okay, so what happened in the last episode is they are... So Kanan Yaris, who was the um, only Jedi... To, excuse me, the only Jedi to uh, survive... Ex, uh, what was it? Executive Order 66. Um, was that what it was? 66? Execute Order 66. I remember when we did episode 66. It feels just like yesterday. But anyway. <laughs> that was 40 weeks ago, Brohemian I know, Rhapsody. I know. And he, he gets into that. And so, Kanan Yars, under a different name, his actual Jedi Knight, because he changes his name to Kanan Yars. He escapes. He's the only one to survive. And uh, he ends up becoming a Jedi, accepting that he's a Jedi, and he takes an apprentice. Well, Kanan, who's been on uh, this whole uh, you know series, has his own Marvel comic book. Uh, they just killed him off, uh, finally, uh, in a very heroic Jedi-esque way that was just a tearjerker. And of course, in a very grand Star Wars, they make you relive it like three times. Um, and so basically, you know that the rest of them are all gonna die. But what happens is, they go to this Jedi temple, 
and his apprentice has still got you know pretty much a Jedi. So he figures a way out. Ezra. Yeah, Ezra. And there's this thing in this temple that Ezra enters, and it's like this. I can't even describe it to you. It's like this bridge of time, but only for Jedi. So whenever a Jedi is about ready to die, you can go to this window and step in and pull them through and then save them, basically. So he, while in here, Ezra finds Ahsoka right before Darth Vader kills her and pulls her through. So Ahsoka Tano is now still alive. She's a time-displaced version of herself? That's she's a, she, she, it's her, but she does know. She's like, you know, you can't do this. So after she, Ahsoka pulls, or uh, Ezra pulls Ahsoka through, he goes and finds Kanan, and he's like, no, Kanan has to live. And he goes to pull Kanan through, and then Ahsoka has to explain to him, look, if you pull him through, you die, and the whole, all the rebels die. Because he saves everyone. And so she has to, you know, teach him to accept it. So he has to let Kanan actually die. So Kanan is dead, dead. Um, and what about Ashoka? Know, Does she have to go back and be she's killed? She's alive. No, she's alive. She goes back to where Vader was going to kill her, and Vader's already gone. So Ahsoka is technically alive in the Marvel canon right now. But we just don't know, like, how long, where she's going to go. Um, and Ezra is still alive with the rest of the Star Wars Rebels. Um the rebels from the show but this is tonight I mean they're probably all going to die tonight we assume but you never see him again except for I'm sorry except for the captain of the ship uh, and then the uh, the droid because they're both mentioned and seen in uh, at least the droid is in Rogue One but so basically it just opens up a whole window of time travel oh oh, yeah and while they're in there the emperor from his lair because the emperor's still alive at this point he can see in this whole place and if he sees you running around in there he can grab you uh, from where he is and pull you to where he is so he sees Ahsoka and he sees Ezra running around in there and he can he can send like a electric force in there to pull you back to where he is and then you know basically either kill you or try to lure you to his side but basically if he knows how to get in there now he can go in there and take any Jedi from almost any time right before they die and then change history or switch them to the dark side that seems kind of weird like Star Wars seemed like it was one of those where they're going to explore time travel I don't think it's something you're going to keep I would almost assume tonight after excuse me after this episode that they destroy it somehow kind of like Thor when they destroy the bridge right and so there's just no more traveling anymore Um, yeah I think it'd be something that's too hard to It'd be something that's too hard to replicate on screen and try to deal with all the... Yeah, like you said, all the implications of time travel and reintroducing people, but... All right, I, I, got, a, I, got a, I have a burning question. What's that? I want to know what your burning question is. Well, it kind of relates to Star Wars, and it also relates to what we're talking about now, because if there's time travel, and everyone's always like, there's no Star Wars, there's no time travel in Star Wars. That's specifically there a Star really Trek thing. Been yet, but now... But someone on the internet posited, they were like, the Kessel Run itself, since parsecs are a unit of, uh, what is it, time? Not, or it's used a unit of distance in space-time? Theoretically, all this calculated, you know, to make this Kessel Run, what they're, the- what they're theorizing is that Han Solo makes a series of calculated jumps through hyperspace 
basically bending time and space, and that's how you get the 12, under 12 seconds in the parsecs of the Kessel Run. And so with that information, it made me... My burning question is, how the fuck do you fly the Millennium Falcon? There is not, like, a fucking yaw of a control stick like there is in an X-Wing or Darth Vader's TIE Fighter. There is not a fucking steering wheel. Uh, There's not, like, a single joystick. Um, as far as I, I don't remember, and that's why I wanted to, I was hoping that you would be able to answer my question. Is there a steering wheel in front of Han Solo? There's well, not one in I'm front always, of Chewbacca. No, there's definitely not a steering wheel. And, <laughs> and there's no, like, pilot controls. It's like levers. It's all about levers. And um, so whenever they, like, push or pull these levers, there's, like, a series of three to four levers. It makes the ship, like, turn and shift and sway and stuff. Do you think it has like some kind of magnetic, not dampeners, but something on its sides to push no, no, push objects hear, away? That's the cool thing about being at home. If you guys can hear it. Hear what? Your Falcon? My, my Millennium Falcon taking off in my hand. Nice. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> I'm looking into the Millennium Falcon. Um, I'm not an engineer, but there are so many. There are there are little different, like all these different ports and exhausts, but they're all very balanced. But so like, so you know, usually if like you're flying something, right? There's going to have like a single joystick or like a double, like uh, on in a plane kind of oh. control. And since the Millennium Falcon, uh, since it does all those crazy maneuvers and he like he's an ace pilot and shit, but there's no fucking steering wheel. So that makes me think, is he calculating and like typing in how to make this ship maneuver? If so, that's uh, super impressive. I think the ship is always on some sort of autopilot, but then they can make it do like quick spins and maneuvers and like flips I mean I could I could relate I I park a minivan Mm -hmm. I got I parallel park a minivan and I have a camera in the back if I could pull that off pretty easily you gotta imagine the Falcons got lots of self regulating camera systems right it's like a high it's like a Tesla that drives itself but then when you feel you need to take control of the wheel to do some emergency shit yeah, I mean, I guess just watch all the different things. Ray, I remember Ray when she flew it; she was just switching those levers back and forth, right, forwards and back. Which is a really fucking weird way to steer a ship. Is what I'm <laughs> thinking. Like, I was really just sitting weird. there the other day, and I was just like, well, for all that ap- acrobatic flying that he I does. Know the ship. I mean, I don't know how much acrobatic flying it does, but none of the Star Trek ships have like steering wheels, right. But like, but they don't do like maneuvers. Yeah, Han Solo's out here doing flips and and spinning sideways and going <laughs> through fucking canyons on asteroids sideways and going into the Death Star. You would think that it would be like a, a yaw, like a plane steering wheel. I don't know what to call it. I'm not very smart, man. But <laughs> it's a steering. It's a gyro. I don't know. No, they're definitely not steering. There's no steering. Actually, no, it's all buttons and levers. So there's a button that's like do the spinny thing, Millennium Falcon. Alright, so the toy version here has two steering wheels. Oh shit! For real? Yes. Then how come Han's never seen like you know 
just I'm maneuvering. I'm a Millennium Falcon, and I'm a, I wonder if I can take a picture while we're talking. Take a picture. Post it to the Broadcast Geeks page, please. <laughs> so, yeah, there are two <laughs> steering wheels. And I love how, how you guys will notice when I do it, how the figures are, they have to share each other's steering wheels because the three and three quarter figures don't have a lot of articulation. So it's pretty cute. <laughs> how do you actually fly them over? We're going we're gonna to have to write a letter. There it is. Okay. All right. Yeah. I got to see this picture of these steering wheels. Well, um, I hopefully we're going to learn more about the maneuvering of the Han Solo in Solo. It says where why it has a front chunk, why it used to be blue. There's an old Reddit uh, thread. I think this is Reddit, um, where they someone identified a sort of half wheel steering yoke, not too dissimilar from regular aircraft. Mm, a steering yoke. That's what the word I like is. That word. Yeah. So there we a go. Yoke. A yoke. Yeah, but has has he ever? From I don't know. What thinking? No, it's always been buttons and levers. But he's never been in a, an attack. You know what? I'm, I think I do feel like I have seen him steer it. Not that we've talked about it. We no. said the word the yoke thing. You're well, thinking of him in the gun in the asteroid belt when they were. Oh, you're right. I am the gun. I am thinking of the gun. No, but think about when they go through the asteroid belt and uh, and go into that whale's mouth. A space worm? Yeah, whatever that space is. Worm. It always looks like a, a whale to me. It does look like a whale. Yeah, uh, but yes, that thing. Um, he was he steering during that scene. I don't recall because they had to they had to move around through those uh, asteroids. Oh, dude, dude, when when Lando takes it into the Death Star and we're Jedi, that thing's barely put together. It's all raptors and beams and freaking. They're spinning and even the little TIE fighters can't get through. That's what I never understood either. <laughs> Lando and Han are just the best fucking pilots they're in the, the universe. They're space pirates. I'm really excited to see this Han Solo movie. It's probably not going to be... Really excited. It's not going to be like quality cinema, but at the end of the day, I just... I think, you know, they could be making no, no Star Wars movies. Holy shit, there's a fucking... I like how they have... He's looking at the picture. <laughs> uh, yeah. Little dual steering wheels. They look like they're... <laughs> it's a Craigslist meetup. <laughs> they do look like you get the old Wookiees. <laughs> Some Wookiee HJs. Finn's getting in on that action. Looks like he's about to get a hairy, a hairy Hando. Hando Calrissian. <laughs> Come here, you old smuggler. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> oh, no, he calls him a pirate. Come here, you old pirate. <laughs> oh, my God, that picture is so wonderful. That explains why there's no steering wheel. It's all levers. It's all just giving hands. That's how you steer this to. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Well, that answers that question. Um, man. But I don't know, man. So I guess the Millennium Falcon has steering wheels. Who, yeah. You don't see them, like, in for even not related to what we were just talking about. You never see him, like, jerking it around. And by that, I mean the control yoke. Uh, you never, well, see, you know, like when you see someone flying, they're like, oh, shit. And they're like, because he's not driving in Denver. 
That's true. <laughs> well, they do. They do show like slam it all the time. Like they're always slamming it forwards, pulling it back for a move for maneuvers. Sometimes, okay, if you think there's three of them, so sometimes they do one, sometimes it's two, sometimes they do all three. Sometimes it's the outer ones. You know what I mean? Or yeah. sometimes it's just the middle one. I don't know, man. I'll to my recollection, which probably is flawed because. You know, I smoked that <laughs> that mind racy stuff. That spice. No, nah, man. I spice uh, is life. I just think that um, I don't recall ever seeing like a fighter pilot esque maneuverability of the Millennium Falcon. It's always been they always show it from the outside. That's right. why. Oh, that's it. I mean, you don't ever see him steering because why would you? You want to see the. The maneuver out on front, like what it does. You want to see the ship avoid disaster. How that's close? True. And that's true. But they show, they do, they have to show some kind of close up uh, with it. And I can't think of the scene because now that I these people say it existed, I imagine seeing it. So whether I did or not, I couldn't tell you. Oh man, it's that. Uh, it's Inception type stuff. What's that? It's um, the fucking. <laughs> Dude, the things in the picture are real. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> What? I'm looking right at him from a picture from um, Empire Strikes Back. Oh. Hmm. All right. I'll send you guys this picture as well. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. The, and the toys are actually pretty accurate. I can't believe that. You just never <laughs> see them because they're, like, way low. Right, because how else are you going to get the handos in there? They would have more yeah. room, though, in the, in the cockpit. Hando from Lando. Oh my god, this is really neat. I've never seen these before. <laughs> <Lando> <laughs> Thanks for asking the question, Mitch. There you go. I just sent you guys the photo. We'll post these photos on the. Uh, oh, I thought you were. Yeah, right. I thought you were posting them on the page. Yeah. Oh no, I'm just doing them to our private page right now. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, well, that solves that. I was having an existential crisis. Yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good question. We didn't know. And now we know. Now we know. And, if and knowing is half the battle. And you didn't know, now you know. And if you don't know, now you know. Um, what else happened? Um, going to like the kind of like the, from the Star Wars, back to the superhero play. Well, let's talk about Panther. Panther. We all talked about it. You yeah. saw it independently. I did. Let's hear, let's hear what you thought of the, the Wakandan King. Dude, I liked it. Yeah. I liked Panther's... I liked in uh, uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, that yeah. animated show. I liked how he had like energy daggers and stuff, and I feel like what we are given in the movie is leading toward that. Like, I think it's really cool. I like his suit, especially when his sister's giving him shit. She's just like, you know, like. Oh, people are shooting at me. Let me put on my helmet. (laughs) She's like, so this is the better, like, this, you know, just tell it to go on. Yeah. They're almost bionic Wakandans. They, like, they can be, like, when she holds that, like, uh, bracelet up to to T'Challa's ear and, like, basically codes the suit to him. Right. That's way cool. That's kind of like been part of the movie for sure. Yeah, I call them sneakers. <laughs> I really liked it, man. Um, I did not know that until they, they brought it up, Mitch, after the, yeah, we saw it, that that was Michonne from The Walking Dead. Yeah, Street, right. And uh, I couldn't place her. Nerd. But she was she badass. 
And she's also in the uh, some of the, the the trailer for Infinity War when they're all running through the jungle with Hulk. She's standing right there with them, so she's yeah. gonna be a major part in Infinity War. It looks like. Um, yeah, and it was her in um, Civil War too, right? When she, her and Black Widow, were like <gasps> squaring up. That was a Koye, right? Or was that Io? Would have been because there's uh, there's. Um, Killmonger kills one of the Dora Milaje. Is that how you say that? I believe it is. Dora Milaje? Dora Milaje! Um, I don't know, man. I liked the, because I think they drew a lot on. I know they drew a lot on comics, but like a lot of what they did mirrored what they did in the Earth's Mightiest Heroes episode, where they had Mbaku challenge for the. The throne, and I believe in the episode, if I remember correctly, he actually wins the throne. Oh, and then T'Challa has to take it back. Right, right. Um, but they kind of did that a variation of that. What with uh, with Killmonger. Um, I don't know, man. I really liked it. It wasn't your standard origin story, but at the same time, it was. You know, yeah. Like it's not really yeah. new territory for Marvel. Uh, story, story-wise, but like, well, you know enough. You know that he's the son of a of a former king slash Black Panther. You know that he he he's from a place that I mean, this is more about Wakanda than it is Black Panther, right? Um, the, the movie, but regardless, right. it uh, it all about what kind of person he is by how he takes on the mantle of king and Black Panther. Right. Yeah. And T'Chaka, so that's the only origin that matters. T'Chaka in that when he sees him in the afterlife or the ancestral plane where he's just like, uh, what does he say? He says something like, um, you're a good man with a good heart. And it's hard for a good man to be king. Right. That was a good, good line. And then, you you know, you end up finding out later because that's... Uh, that's in the first vision he tells him that mm-hmm. and then later when he goes back after he's almost dead yeah he finds out that you know maybe his dad wasn't such a good guy he killed his own brother he left uh, his nephew right alone in Oakland did he know about the nephew Forrest Whitaker did yeah Forrest Zuri Whitaker did. yeah Zuri okay. did um Zuri that's his name yep did Uncle he, James? Did yeah? Did he tell uh, T'Chaka? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember if they made that clear. I think I think after he killed his dad, James or Zuri and so T'Chaka was, left. They, yeah, they just which mean out. which which means, and I'm wondering, uh, Zuri told his king uh, about what Eric was do about what his dad was doing, but not necessarily if he had a son. Did, did he know that? That would seem like uh, some pretty relevant information. Right. It seemed, it seemed and, like that was the impetus of why Charlo was so pissed, is that his dad did know, and that he did abandon the kid there. And he was like, if you would have done that to your own nephew, why wouldn't you do it to your own son? Well, I don't know if that was made uh, clear like, that he knew. Now that I think about it, I, I don't know. I feel, I yeah. feel like that could have been one of um, Zuri's regrets. Right, right. Because he he had regrets about the whole situation. Right. And uh, uh, I just feel like did uh, so as a kid, uh, T'Challa would know 
that he had an uncle and that he was on a mission in America. Well, he said he was a spy, so maybe he didn't know at first. All right, but he knows he he knows he was out there doing something, so he knew he had a he knew he had an uncle. <laughs> That's true. But if he, I'm going to America. I'm going to be on the wire. <laughs> But but if he like it was like an episode of The Wire when I was like oh shit if they all knew that he that he had an uncle or that that the the dad was there then they would have known about a son right because right. T'Challa knew his grandfather right so I'm just yeah. I, I I I'm thinking about that now maybe he had the kid in America right he did because he was like because that's why he would always tell him. I'm going to take you to Wakanda one day. It's the most beautiful place you've ever seen. Yeah. I did see something cool online that uh, the guy who played, what you just said his name, who challenges him for the, uh, not Killmonger, but the guy before. Umbaku? Umbaku. Winslow Duke? Or Winston Duke? Yeah. Yeah, he and Lopita Luongo uh, went to college together, I think it was Yale. And they went and saw Avengers together in the theater. Nice. Oh, nice. after... Yeah, and after they saw it, they went out and had, like, coffee or a drink or something, and were just like, "This that was an amazing movie. Wouldn't it be so cool when we, if we graduate film school and we could be on a movie like that someday? Oh, look at them and now. They were on freaking Black Panther together, yeah. And we'll Hell be yeah. on further Marvel movies together, I'm sure. Hell yeah. I liked uh, M'Baku. I liked his character a lot. He was one of my oh, favorite yeah, parts of the movie. he was right. great. Ooh. Yeah, he was one of my favorite parts of the movie, for sure. Yeah, man. Uh... He made the save, which I think it's cool because they set him up to be antagonistic for the next uh, right for the next show because maybe they do he challenges for the throne again maybe he betrays him betrayal is always a great superhero trope uh, but like in the comics uh, Nakia she also becomes some sort of villain I can't remember what her name is is it uh, his sister. No, his uh, love interest. The oh, girl with the... Okay, Nakita Luongo. Nike, yeah, Lupita Nguango. But... Oh, that'd be interesting. And then also, his sister takes up the mantle of Black Panther mm-hmm. in the comics. So, Wouldn't it be so cool if by the time they get the rights to X-Men that they could actually have in Mary Storm? That'd be Ooh. dope, dude. Um. I don't know if it'll happen. I know Chadwick Boseman has, like, he has the newest contract, I think, other than him and Benedict Cumberbatch, maybe. They're going to try to milk the the Panther, or the, the Wakanda. Yeah, why presence. not? Yeah, no, it's a moneymaker. It's, it's, it's the be-all. Dude, it was cool. I mean, I vibranium. Like, it's, maybe you know. they're hoping he's the new Iron Man, so instead of replacing Tony Stark and Iron Man, you just... Someone else becomes that you know. There's not always going to be an Iron Man. Um, there's just other characters that are exactly. cool that can carry a three movie, four movie, you know, over ten years or however many years it is, and then you just move on to somebody else. Right. And then you bring someone back. You know what I mean? Someone Oops. else has found the Iron Man pack. What? Well, I'm just saying that then in, you know, in eight to ten years, there's been no Iron Man movies, and they're like. But the Marvel movies that keep going, they're like, someone has found the tech. And it's like, someone discovered Stark tech. There's a new Iron Man. I don't know. Right. Whoever it may be. Well, I mean, what what's cool about Black Panther and Ant-Man is they've set up the idea of legacy 
heroes of people just taking up the mantle right. of a hero, which you really didn't have. Yeah, with, this, yeah, you really didn't have that with Thor or Captain America or the Hulk or Iron Man. But then once you get into, you know, like the Guardians. James Gunn says that this, like, if there's a Guardians 4, Guardians 3 is going to be the last one with the lineup that we're accustomed to in the movies right now. Yeah, it'd have to be a new team. It'll be Sylvester Stallone. <coughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> they just take the guys. Well, they just take all the guys from, uh, the, what are the Stallone movies where he gets all the action guys Oh, together? Expendables? Yeah, the Expendables just become the Guardians. <laughs> With Bruce Willis as Lockjaw. <laughs> there was another episode we did, The Dependables. Oh, yeah, that was That's a good right. one. They were so old that they were dependable. So. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, was uh, There's a lot of cool Infinity War news coming out. Like, it, it got moved up a week. a week. So it now comes out in April rather than May 4th, probably because they want to bank... Disney wants to bank on May the 4th be with you. I wouldn't doubt that. And... They don't want anyone to not buy all their Star Wars shit because they're out seeing Avengers. So that's I mean that's a smart idea for sure. Uh, and it also gives yeah, them an extra week. Idea. It it also it takes away an advantage. Um, so I think London, I was reading somewhere that London gets it before us. Yeah. By a week or whatever oh. amount of time. Yeah. Um, and now they're like getting rid of that advantage and just Doing it straight, um, and, and I'm curious, curious if they feel like our our sales are, are more important than anything else, domestic sales. I mean, I think it should all just come out at the same time. It's got to help cut down on the bootlegging and things like that, especially when they release in other countries first. Well, there's going to be a little movie come, comes out in China first, then here. There's people, you know, we've already got copies of it by the time it's. In the theaters here, which that sucks. There's going to be like two, two and a half months where Disney is going to just be pulling in money from oh, movies man. made under their umbrella. Right. They got Infinity War. They got Solo. <laughs> what else do they have? Even just those two are going to last forever. No, they don't get Deadpool yet. No. Speaking uh, of that, I thought it was interesting because uh, today I mentioned I, if I was going to be in town to do this episode that I may stay and kill some time and go see a movie. And I googled Star Wars The Last Jedi. It is still showing at some of the bigger theaters in Denver. Really? Like IMAX, IMAX and 3D. I could have went and saw it at the uh, Colorado whatever theater by the Dave & Buster's there. Yeah. Um, I today. I think it was still on IMAX. Interesting. So they and so they leave that shit in there forever, um, and I, I noticed that because last night was the Oscars, and uh, oh, yeah. I, and a lot of the Oscar movies, almost all of them, were available to watch. You know what I mean on Amazon, except for Star Wars, being one of the only movies that was Oscar nominated that you couldn't watch. And it's like, well, that shit's still in the theater, um, and it shouldn't be, but it still is because they're just taking in. They get as much money as they can out of it. Of course. Well, speaking of Star Wars, I mean, did you read that article this week that said that J.J. Abrams had a tentative script or, like, plot line for all seven, eight, and nine? And Ryan Johnson said, fuck that. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, obviously he did with the one, I mean, with a, I mean, everybody's still talking about it. I'm sure he wouldn't have killed Luke off in the way he did, you know what I mean? Or at all. 
I think it's better for Luke to go that way and let him show up like Yoda in the next movie. Yeah, that's what I figure they're going to do. I mean, yeah. what's the difference if he's a Force ghost or not? I mean, like Ben said, he's more powerful as a Force ghost than he is as just normal Luke, so... Oh, no. Yeah, because Yoda just showed him that he can bonk him on the head. So maybe Force Ghost can become physical apparitions now. He's sure he did bonk him on the head. And he um, felt it. Did he react to it? Probably. I can't remember. Oh, I wish I... What's that? I wish I could have gone and saw it again today because I'm like, did he actually? Does he react to it? There's a lot of stuff you don't notice about the the Luke stuff, especially the Force Ghost. Well, I mean, I guess we'll only find out what happens here. Yeah, how much Leia is going to be in this movie? How many what? How much Leia? Well, I would think none. I think I like I, I stated that I think they're going to start this movie off at her funeral. I think it's a perfect point because you know you see movies where you're at a funeral, the funeral ends, and then everybody's immediately doing side business, just like okay, where do we go from here? Maybe they'll make okay, it. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Do we see her? Uh, remind me after Luke disappears. Do we see Leia again in the movie? Uh. I don't think she gets think on the Millennium so. Falcon. Yeah, no, no, she does. She is on the Falcon. Oh. No, she is on the Falcon, yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say, maybe they'll just say she dies as Luke dies, like they were connected. No, 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 no. She's on the Falcon alive. They're all kind of sitting around her. She's like sitting. There's like people holding her hand. And then, yeah, yeah, she's on the Falcon for sure. Okay. Well... I think she's going to die. I think Nate members said it at one point a long time ago. He was like, this is you just don't jump in and be like, the general died heroically in the battle of whatever. You know, that was a year ago. Because they could make this movie six years later or how many years later. If they True. Want. Right. Just flesh it out in a book or something. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, like, who? Go ahead. Oh, I just say I don't want to watch her die. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't need it. She died in real life. I don't want to see her die on the screen again. So you haven't ever lived Carrie Fisher's life, tw- you know, like seen her die twice. I don't know. Yeah, we've already seen her die yeah, on the screen. Her, yeah, let her let her die off screen. Yeah, she died in the movie once. Let her die off screen. Start at her funeral or just mention in her, in her honor. You know what I mean? I still think they should have just put her in a Darth Vader suit because she was out <laughs> in the in the vacuum of space and then like then you could just have anyone play Leia but she's just like <sighs> that'd be awesome oh my god that'd be crazy dude I think Darth Darth Leia Darth People Leia lost their no she wouldn't be a Darth here. just Leia Leia Organa how fucking crazy would it be if she like cause there was an original ending or like a original script of Return of the Jedi where after Luke takes Vader's helmet off, he assumes the mantle of Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. And then, like... Oh, shit. Yeah. Whoa. We were just kidding. Nobody died. <laughs> oh. I have to go. I'm going to web through the city and follow them. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway. Again, we are downtown Denver. Yeah. Recording at the Comedy Room Room. <laughs> Did I even say the lovely ballpark neighborhood of downtown Denver? I don't, I don't think I did. Know. I don't know. 
got cut off. Sorry. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt in there during the. No, that was me because then I had deviated. I was so happy to call in. This is a new feature. We haven't tried this option yet. For those of you who are listening, I'm calling in once again from my phone in my basement. Uh, so that's why it sounds a little different, and we're trying something new. <laughs> I would, I would say, I would say, send us your your thoughts about it, your your constructive <laughs> criticism, but we've yet to receive any. Yay or nay? The person who called us racist, yeah, or whatever that was, all of that. Yay or nay? I was just a troll. Well, anyway, he didn't like the cursing. He said we cursed too much. Well, fuck it that. Be called African American lightning, as all the person said. Well, have you been have you been watching that show? Dude, I watched the first two, and it's so good. It's so good. Black Lightning. Or African American Lightning, sorry. I think that's... No, I want to see it. I think that's Patriot. I want to tell you right now that uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is fucking nuts. In a good way? Oh, it's amazing. I just want to know. You can spoil it for me. I just want to know what's going on. Are they still, can I ask you this, are they still on the Doctor Who, the 1988 Doctor Who set? Or are they out of this, like, Cree planet ship thing? So they had uh, jumped to the future after Quake had supposedly blown up the Earth. Yeah, yeah. That's when they're, they're with yeah. the Cree. They got back. Then- they got back. In this most okay. recent episode... They start back on Earth, and they bring that guy Deke that they had met back with them unknow- the big, unknowingly. What's that? The guy who looked like he was like a Star Lord type guy. Yes. Okay. And uh, uh, I think they're introducing the Thunderbolts. So they they show uh, this military person who seems to have like a, a high school daughter who's just kind of a rebel and kind of a, a sass right. mouth and uh, mom's like alright just do the, do your work whatever um, and then they get uh, they get attacked by these robots and somebody who wields this blade and she wields him at Mac and Yo-Yo tries to intervene and her arms get cut off <laughs> and then it turns out that this this girl Oh, excuse me. This this person who looks like a Sith, who looks like kind of like uh, Kylo Renish. Uh, it's this girl who you thought was well, who is the daughter of this military person, but then she's in in a lockup uh, in a guarded facility, and uh, she's got powers. She's got something going on. It's it's pretty wild. And then they. Wait, wait. They they approach. Uh, what was what was the the guy who I think turns to was it metal? Uh, Creel. Oh, Crusher Creel, the absorbing Crusher man. Creel, the yeah. Absorbing man. yeah, he's jogging, and a car pulls up, and it's this military person. I'll just call her a colonel. She uh, says she's putting together a team. Oh. And he gets in the car. So yeah, there's some stuff going on on Shield. It's pretty Why solid. Re- they're gonna bring back. Um uh, uh, Blair Underwood's character, who was the uh, May's husband. Yeah, May's husband. He was the uh, um, Inhuman who could like beat all the Inhumans. He, he turned was, like, yeah, Inhuman killer. Yeah, yeah. So he's coming back. Oh, but my thing is the Thunderbolts is interesting. But the Thunderbolts are by our General Ross's team, who would be William Hurt's character in the movies. That'd be interesting, even just to get a name drop would be kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's been pretty solid. Uh, I've been very much enjoying it. It just came back. 
Like it had, All right. it had finished in space, and I really enjoyed the space. So there's another story going on. The main story is that uh, if they were going to go back, they're feeding into a loop, and the the Cree guy. In the, in the first half, he had Yo-Yo, and he would kill her and bring her back to life every time uh, they kind of like go through the loop. And uh, she's been kept for a long time, killed for just play and brought back to life somehow. And, uh, yeah, it really fucks with Mac when he's fighting Mac at the end. And then he shows Yo-Yo and, and kills her. And Mac's like, whoa, he loses his shit. And then, you know, they end up killing uh, Cassius. And then Yo-Yo comes out. Just that emotional boom. Then they go meet up with everybody. They, they charge up a stone. They go back in time. Um, but what's happening is they were called into uh, a ploy by the, 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 the bad, the villain, whoever she is. I don't remember her name. Right. Uh, they use Cree technology that's usually called for calling in Cree, like a signal from Earth, um, and it, just to lure them into their traps. But I, I think they're still, at some point, going to end up calling these Cree, maybe by accident. Either way, check it out. Shield has been great. It's the last it's season, isn't it? The last season, yeah. No, they're, they're not saying that for sure. What I read is they're preparing if it is mm. or when it is. So, like, if they wrap up the season, there's not any major, like, series, like, plot holes that aren't resolved. Yeah, no, no cliffhangers that you're never going to get the answer to. Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope they can at least bring Daisy... Yeah, keep Daisy somehow She's into the movies or bring her to the Netflix shows or yeah. or something. Hmm? She's such a powerful character. Yeah, she probably would be cool with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she would. As an actor, just be like, nice. "Fuck yeah, give me more work." She'd be like, "I'm in, I'm in." Hey, Jessica Jones comes out next Wednesday, the eighth. I've been talking about turning off my Oh, shit, no. I think I'm going to wait and do it until after Jessica Jones. It's Friday. I think it's the 8th. The 8th of Friday. Which is is Friday. No, it's Thursday. The 8th. Right. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm one week behind. I lost all track of time. Yeah, you were on the road. I was on the road. For two weeks? It was fun. Almost. I missed podcasting. I needed to bust my pod. <laughs> we went to our secret lair. I heard. Jeff I listened Basement. to that episode. I listened to two episodes that I was gone for. Nice. I yearned to, for the secret lair. It was nice. We'll have to try it again some other time. For sure. To ditch my family. <laughs> There's a, uh, I'm ready to get back down there. I'm, 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 I'm with you. That's why I'm like, I'm ready to get back down there. Yeah, yeah, you need to get out sometimes. Right on. There's only a couple more things I want to talk about. Dude. I mean... Whoa. We just getting attacked. I thought it was one of those uh, rim shots, like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounded like it. Sounds like digging. That's our ice machine. Um, so in the there's a comic right now, and we're in uh, Booster Gold... Jokingly calls someone Alfred. Who? Uh, I was reading about this. He, he calls uh, 
he calls his um, his little robot. I can't remember his name. Uh, calls him Skeet. Keats? His robot's name is Skeet. Skeet. His robot's name is Skeet. Right. Like uh, this, you know, like Ulrich. Yeah, um, and he calls him Jarvis. He calls him Alfred first, and then he calls him Alfred. And then he says, and "Don't do he, that." And he's like, I can't call you Jarvis. That's a different timeline yeah. altogether. It's not like I can call you Jarvis. Yeah. But I guess they also refer to the Marvel Universe in another reference uh, in that same episode. So that just goes to say that DC and Marvel share a multiverse? Well, that all comic books do. I don't think, I think it even it applies to anything. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and... You know what I mean? Doctor, or not Dr. Dredd. We were, <laughs> I keep saying that. This goes back to another episode. The Judge, Judge Dredd. Dredd. And, yeah. yeah. And anyway. Watchmen. Yeah. The, well, they're already been incorporated into the DC right. universe, I guess, now. But, um, yeah, I mean, Archie Comics, or any comic book is part of a, a verse. You know what I mean? Any universe that someone can portal to. Um, you can go to the fucking Sonic the Hedgehog comic universe. No, what I was reading is it was kind of DC's response to Marvel. Uh, they did the, this lead-in to the Infinity War. Some, there's some episode of Marvel where they show every Captain Marvel ever in the Marvel comic books uh, holding an Infinity Stone. And then in one of the panels, you see DC's Shazam, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, um, where they kind of do an alteration of his colors, but he's also holding an Infinity Stone. Huh. So basically, Shazam with an Infinity Stone. DC buying Warner Brother or Disney buying Warner Brothers slash DC confirmed. You heard it here on episode one ten of Broadcast Geeks. It would be weird. It'd be weird. You know, some of my favorite comics were those as a kid, though. The Amalgam. Uh, I remember having. Well, I remember having like X Men meets the New Teen Titans, and I had a giant size uh, episode or edition of uh, Batman versus the Incredible Hulk. That was like, it was awesome. And it was just like, not that you would get them all the time. It was just every once in a while, you know what I mean? Just to see Captain America and Batman in the same comic or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's not not something I want to see all the time. Once every 10 years, you know what I mean? Yeah. I bought bought a Batman and Spider-Man team-up comic uh, at Denver Comic-Con. Not too long ago. Yeah, I've never seen that one. It's pretty oh, cool, man. man. Uh, and do they do they explain it as like a multiverse type thing? Someone's traveling through thank you. Um, time and space. Yeah, I think so. What were we talking about? <laughs> you got distracted know. by like Dick Black. Right now. Dick yeah. Black comedy. What's just up, Dick Black? What's up, player? How are you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Good, man. Want to sit down and cast some pod for the last part of this? We're finishing up. Hell yeah, my ninja. Yeah. <laughs> we want to talk about. Have you seen Black Panther? I have. What do you think about the it? Best part about that movie, didn't hear the N word once. Yeah, that's a good one. That was so. Not even from you? No. I said, Ninja, please. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah, man. It was, man, I loved it. It was uh, some undertone, you know, some. Dude, it had a lot of shit. poignant messages. Did you see it with your kids? Yeah. What they think? They loved it. They loved it. At the end, good when messages he's... for your daughter for sure. Definitely. Yeah. And and important ones for your son. Yeah. Yeah, dude. They'll never be black, but they can still be a panther. For sure. For Halloween. <laughs> kind of forever. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I um, 
There's a lot of great messages in it too. Like at the end when he's at the UN and he's like, only the uh, only the foolish build barriers. The wise build bridges. Am I drunk? No. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm taking the container. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Motherfuckers missing the top. All right. So yeah, I mean, what did you like about the movie? I'm curious. Me or you? I, I already heard from him. What I like about the movie is that, and, and I'm asking you mostly because I don't know how invested you are in, in all these movies. These superheroes. Uh, well, spe- specifically in the Marvel Universe. Because this movie has a role in the bigger universe. That's what I love about it. Is a lot of connected tissue. But, but, you know, I'm not sure how much of that you really know. No. As compared to, you know, a little bit. Yeah. So, my that's kids know more about it. My son knows of course. more about it than anything. What I liked about the movie, for one, it was a positive black movie, for the most part. <laughs> it was a lot of black-on-black crimes, which is typical in the black community. They weren't crimes. They were ceremonial. <laughs> well, they were still black people against black people. Right. And A- Africans against Africans. Right. It was it, ceremonial. It sucks. I, yeah, I understand that, but it just sucks because that's how it is here in America, but it's nothing to do with ceremony. It's, it's all about, you know, crime and, you know, turf and all this other shit. So I liked it from the perspective of just a positive movie and it had positive yeah. um, characters that, you know, you could get behind and say, oh, I, I see where that's coming from. I thought it was... Um, and even bad guys were following the sense of their of duty. Right, right, right. Yeah, they were they were more antagonists rather than outright villains. Right, right. And I just thought that for a black movie about a black comic book um, character, it's nice to see that that exists. That there's a possibility. It sucks that it has to be a superhero. Um, yeah, he's not really a superhero. He's just. Uh, He's got really good armor. Right. Well, so, well and he's right. got the powers of the panther he, with, yeah, from the heart-shaped herb. With the oh, tech. That, that's another the, thing. But the tech helps a lot. They didn't address if the vibranium was like at what the did, core. I, Go ahead, you know Jeff. What I, I think the big thing is not even what's what's in the movie. It's outside of the movie that if that movie can dominate the box office like it's dominating and make the money that it's making. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because there were people shit talking online like that movie's gonna lose money there's no way people are gonna see it in mass and everyone's going to see it across the board you know yeah. what I mean yeah. and that's the thing that it's sustaining I think it's been three straight weekends where it's led the box office maybe a month straight now um, it's cause it's a great fucking movie that. man it Between is that movie and I mean, Jordan's it could go down as the number one Marvel box office movie of all time at least top three I think it's gonna um, have to be Whatever Iron Man three did, I think it's like one point two billion by itself. Right, which is weird because it's like when things like that. Because that movie kind of sucked. So which, which I guess one? You're not, Iron Man. Iron Man three. That was the uh, the Mandarin, right? Right. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I thought it was pretty good. That sucked. I shouldn't say it sucked. I thought it was okay. They could have done. I mean, there's. I understand that you can't really pack. St- 70 plus years of comic lore into any comic movie that's why you gotta like that's why you have I think it's important for the comics that some of the heroes biggest failings is they never really defeat the villains outright they always come back but in the movies they're just burning through villains because 
you can't have a movie where the there's no conflict resolution, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think what they're doing a lot of these movies is the conflict is within, always. Right. So you, you burn through the villain because the conflict is always like, do I want to be the hero? Do I not want to be the hero? You know what I mean? Is it, is what kind of hero do I want to be? Do I, you know? Right. And can there's I, always... Can I be a, yeah, can I be the hero and still be in love? Can I be the hero and still be a father? Can I, you know what I mean? It's just, so there's the conflict. It's the struggle. I guess they're trying to, like, emulate the struggle that we all deal with. Yeah, man. Um, so, which it kind of sucks, then you do burn heroes, or burn villains, I should say. Right. Um, Did they have to have that white guy killing the black people, though? What guy? Oh, Claw? Claw? Yeah. Well, he was the only villain in the movie, in my opinion. Yeah. No, no, no. The guy that was in the... Even though he was on the side of the Panthers, he was still killing black people. No, they were drones, weren't they? No, there were people in those drones. Whoa. Oh, no. It was, yeah, it was... Uh, what's her name? Lupita Luong. It's not the... No, the, other, the one girl's boyfriend. Wakabi? Right? The tribe that lived outside of Wakanda. Oh, it's her husband, Wakabi. Wakabi and Okoye. Yeah. yeah. So, Basically, black people died. Well, yeah, but it was a good movie. They were Africans. It was positive death. There was the only; those were the only people. He was the only. He was a token white guy. I saw some of my For people. A while. I saw For a some while. of me in some of those people. What's that? I saw some of me in some of those people. It was very powerful and uplifting. Yeah. I wondered how much. Well, we, who would you have fought for? Wow. Because that's the that's thing. That's a good question. Who's what? Who were who, what, who Wakabi, a part of? Wakabi was just caught up in side? getting the I vengeance. Don't know, I can't or, speak that. I was or getting what he felt he needed, and that was that was uh, deserved. Which tribe would have? And he liked the way that Killmonger was going. I don't know. Killmonger was because he made a choice. Help. Killmonger, he had good intentions, but bad idea. Like he was like, we're gonna get the weapons out to everyone and then now everyone's got a fair shot he wants to help oppressed people right yeah so even though his method was you know technically and I don't want to say it it was it was villainous maybe yeah you know more weapons that was the gold panther right no the thing is he was he was thinking about just Leveling the playing field, and yeah. he had the means to do so. Yeah, right. The thing is, is that he he was trained to kill. He was trained to do all of this. Right. So he's just doing what he's prepared to do. Like that's he's not a villain. No. He he was trained to to kill with you know the intent of achieving whatever goal. And in this case, he wants to level the playing field, make it fair for everybody, or give the well. I obviously it wouldn't be fair at that case, but. I guess then it becomes justice. So maybe that's what makes him, his righteousness makes him the villain. But I, I don't think he was a villain. Oh. He, um, with the, um, I, they did not address the final missing Infinity Stone in this movie. We assume it's in Vibranium it's caves? Like the, I'm assuming. It's like the core of the Vibranium asteroid in the, he's like, because I, you know, they got a whole mountain of it. They, they've been mining it for centuries and never even scratched the surface. <laughs> That's good. I've been practicing my he claw. Morning for years and never scratched the surface. He was fun. Uh, <laughs> I made it right. I mean, I'll be, I, let's be honest. I don't know nothing about any of this stuff. All right. And, and you enjoyed it. But yet, I'm interested. You know, I'm, I'm definitely, you know. 
excited to kind of put it all together by going back and looking at the other movies. Where, where do I start? That's the question. So I mean, I guess we can talk about that when we get Dick, up. Yo. Let me ask Dick a question. Yo. Uh, so will you go see, let's say the next movie that comes out. Infinity is, War. If it's a, yeah, okay. Will you go see the ne- a movie with Black Panther in it? It's in the Marvel movies just because he's in it. Are you that interested in the characters? Uh, I'm actually excited about all the characters, to be honest with you. But from what I've seen of him in the previous movie, I'm trying to think if that was... Civil War. Was that Civil War? Yeah, what I saw of him in that was, you know, enough to say, yeah, I definitely can't wait to see what's happening. Yeah, he was badass in the suit. Um, But no, I mean, I guess for me... I mean, honestly, to be honest with you, if it weren't for my kids, I wouldn't have seen the movie. I would have waited for it to come on uh, DVD. And I right, right, okay. Got it that way. So, so the kids are like, we want to go see this. No, I felt like this is a newer movie out, and if I could kind of sway their decisions, <laughs> this would be the movie oh, I right. was more likely right, to see. Right. Well, yeah. the next movie is going to take place in Wakanda. A lot of it will probably take place in Wakanda, or there'll be some good Wakandan scenes, okay. and some of these characters will be back fighting... Uh, uh, a global threat. The other guy's dead, though. The, the Gold Panther's dead. Yeah, Killmonger? He killed himself. Killmonger, yeah. Killmonger. No, he, oh, he got That was a powerful well, scene. No, he took it out, though. I mean, yeah. It was one of those things where he could have right. lived. He was like, uh, just bury me in the ocean. Yeah. Just a powerful scene. Yeah. Sure. That was real. Fucking hey, auntie. Hey, auntie. That was, <laughs> dude, it was a good movie. It's a good origin story. Yeah. And, man... What a fucking great age to live in where we have... I mean, we could be having Marvel movies that were like Roger Corman's fucking Fantastic Four and those... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair. I have an extra... This brings us up before we wrap up, because I posted it on our page, you guys were like, man. But I see why, because there's no titles, but they're saying now that Marvel may be having four movies a year. Uh, three to four a year from here on out for the next, whatever, how many, 10, 20 years. But are we ready for that many a year? Or I mean, I think we've been dealing with about two a year so far. I think we might have um, to so be ready. ready. Oh well, yeah, that's true. I mean, you just, if you want to see him, you're going to go see him. Well, uh, I guess we'll have to find out on April 27th. What's that? What movie is that? That's Infinity the War. Avengers Infinity War global premiere so are they filming these movies all at once and they just got different sets going and they're just basically boom 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 I I think they're always filming yes so there's always a movie being filmed whether it be Ant-Man 3 or you know what I mean Spider-Man 2 or Avengers 4 there's always something being filmed I don't think there's any time where there's not a Marvel movie it seems that way Right, I know that Guardians 2 and Thor Ragnarok filmed at the same time. Um, well, it's got to save them some cash, for sure. Well, of course. Ah. Hey, there's another some casting news for the Distinguished Competition, DC Comics. Uh, the shining beacon of the DC cinematic universe, uh, Wonder Woman, has a... We have casting news for villain. Oh, yeah. Kristen Wiig is going to be Cheetah. Is that? Wonder I don't know Woman if that's. Too. Is that confirmed? Uh, she's in. She's either in talks or recently confirmed. I, that could be an interesting. She's. A, I don't know. You think she's going to be funny or like? She's I think there'll be some serious. humor, but she'll have to play it serious. I'm not really familiar with Cheetah, other than that she's a Cheetah woman. Right. Um, she. I guess she's like Diana's best friend. 
on Earth pre-accident, and then something happens to her. Nate, obviously, Nate Balding would know way more. Something happens. Let's call Nate. That she becomes Cheetah, and then she blames Diana forever. What is? Does uh, she have like Amazonian strength? Uh, when she becomes Cheetah, yeah, she's a pretty badass. I mean, super strong, super long name. So wait, is is Cheetah like a flame on type of like power, or is she always the Cheetah? Like, I think it's more like Hulk no. out, but it could be full time. That's where the right. I thought it was like, a costume. Just and maybe she has fangs. That's right. She just likes Diana because she has to hide because she looks like a, a cat. I was, you know what I mean. You just can't walk around like that. Um, it's fair. Yeah. Well, shit, man. I uh, I trust that Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot know what they're doing. Uh, the rest of the DC, I don't know much. I heard Aquaman's supposed to be pretty good, apparently. Early buzz. Yeah, I mean, good, really good. <laughs> yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, what, what, is, what is his... What, what are the sounds he makes in Justice mm-hmm. League? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, in Justice, like in the movie. What oh, it? I dig it. <laughs> what do you mean? I what's... can't remember like what what do you like like woo or uh... oh, yeah. yeah. He does a James <laughs> Hetfield. <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh goodness. He does look like he does look like he'd be a replacement bass player in Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> He's like he looks like Rob Trujillo and Kirk Hammett yeah, had a little baby. <laughs> Suicidal tendencies is back together, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we can definitely continue if you guys want, but I got to go feed my meter. All right. Well, now we're, we're, we're at an end here. I was just How long out. have we been going? Yeah, we're, we're about an hour ten. Nice. People have been tweeting us saying that they want like a four hour episode. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no one tweets us. Please tweet us. <laughs> <laughs> hour 10, hour 20. People say to me that they're not long enough, and I'm like, you sit there every week, and then you tell me. Yeah. Oh, I, I could go who, longer. Who listens, who listens to podcasts that are over an hour and 15 minutes long? I listen to, I listen to hour and a half, two-hour podcasts. Two-hour podcasts, all right. Uh, hour and a half, typically, is the most I'll listen to. Like, uh, when I listen to There and Back Again, it's a uh, Middle Earth podcast and it goes through all the books oh uh, well of course that one's two hours long I, I think the longest podcast I listen to is Hollywood Babylon and it's about two hours an episode but that's because it's a live show so whatever uh yeah alright I mean cool. yeah we covered a lot of grounds tonight we're out of we've said everything on the big board yes we have uh we, we gained a geek here Dick Black came in Dick, do well, you have any plugs coming out? This, sh- this should be out sometime Tuesday or Wednesday or so. Any- anything coming up? Hell yeah, man. Uh, I got... Uh, he's got to look at his calendars. Yeah, well, that's because he's a busy man. Yeah, he is. Once in my life. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm doing that. <laughs> I'm doing uh, comedy with uh, Derek Stroop on uh, the 11th. Um, Where at? Uh, I should have had that written down. <laughs> I thought I had it written down, but I did not. Uh, I'll figure it out. But I know it's on the 11th. It's with Derek Stroop. If you follow Derek Stroop or follow myself, I will be more than happy to include that information on my page. 
and then also I'm at uh, Noonan's on the 23rd. So, nice. And that place called Noonan's. Noonan's. So I'll be there. Noonan. Hello, yeah. Noonan. Holy shit, I just got that <laughs> reference. <laughs> it was actually Noonan. But it's from Caddyshack. Exactly. Golf yeah, yeah, I just got that. When he's about to do the pot, that's a great movie. No, 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 no. I'm trying to stay busy. I mean, things are happening. I can't complain. I got another karaoke gig on Thursday this week. So oh yeah, where? In Boulder, same spot. Oh, DJ Dick Black. Private, you know. DJ Dick Black. Yeah, shit's been happening. Doing also. karaoke in both Boulder and Denver. You know what I'm saying? Got that karaoke bitch. <laughs> well, I got the song you want to sing, player. Oh, yeah. No, it's pretty, it's, it's a lot of fun. My calendar's full, filling up, so that's always nice. Hell yeah. Go see Dick Black. He's fucking hilarious, and you'll love him. Uh, and also, go see, uh, this is, I think we have one day. What's that? It works. If this comes out on Tuesday, then you guys should go to Comedy Works on Wednesday to see Mitch Jones. Yeah. Funny Final Four. I'll be there. I'm trying. Um, I'll be at Sushi High on Thursday as well. Ooh, I like Sushi High. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun. Headlining that motherfucker. John Wilkins. That's a great show. I have not seen John Wilkins in a long time. It'll be fun to catch up. Yeah. What do we have going on in the room room, back Matt? In uh... We have shows going on all the time, but we have We've got shows. We got Patty's Day coming up. I got shows. Uh, it's it's going to be rough on Saturday, but El- Elliot Wolsey's doing a, a headlining a, a spot. I don't know what, what we're doing. A showcase this Friday. Showcase showdown. We have a token comedy show on Saturday. A nice Nalawi show. Yeah, hell we're, yeah. That's our, that's our newest show. Uh, it's taking, I believe, like maybe the second Saturday. I'm hoping it might take a Friday spot. And we still like you. It's going to be on the 14th. 14th. And uh, Jeff, what do you have I to plug? Said, well, I thought Matt said the Tokyo comedy show. Oh. And I was like, there's like three Asian comics in Denver. And like, none of them are Japanese. The token comedy show. Yeah, that's a good show. Well, show. I got nothing. <laughs> what do you got up north? Uh, I got, I'll be at the Long Wild Laugh Fest. But that's not for a while. That's so. it's coming up. It's the same weekend as Avengers coming. Yeah, up. festivals. Oh, that's right. So I'm gonna go see Avengers, and then I'm gonna do a set at the Longmont Laugh Fest Fuck uh, yeah. with headliner Hippie Man. Hell oh, yeah. yeah, John Novoselic. He's the best. So are you out there catching fish and shit? What you doing? <laughs> I think no, I, I got to feed his family. I think I saw y'all on a Let's, stream with some shit. I, uh, I did a show with Anthony Armstrong last week, and he told me, and I haven't Googled yet, but he told me I'm living all bougie in Loveland. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure what bougie means yet. I think I used to know, but I forgot. The bourgeois. I I bourgeois. But I'm being, so to answer your question, Dick Black, I'm living bougie okay right now uh oh you're there living it up in the right. city alright <laughs> or not in the city not in the city fuck it you're in the yeah. you're in the sticks it's a town it's a town everybody knows everybody and shit it's a land of love yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's all of it's like cheers damn it Carol you bought the last gallon of milk fuck alright well Sweet. we're gonna close it out Jeff thanks for joining us in spirit you're welcome 
But I feel like a special guest. This yeah. has been wonderful. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, that wraps up episode 110 of the Broadcast Geeks. Thank you, Dick Black. It's good. Thank you. It's, a lot of it's fun. good to have you. Yeah. You can see DJ Dick Black at El Chirito every Friday night doing karaoke. It's good stuff. Karaoke? Should. It's fun. Um, just tell them not to blow that air horn sound. Don't it's tell really me annoying. What to do. All right, we don't have a tweet today because I don't know, I don't have it in me. I couldn't find anybody that I really liked. So there's that. Um, all right, check us out online. Send us stuff. Communicate with us. We like you. We love you. Thank you. Excelsior! Excelsior!